Welcome back to Sandman Stories Presents, a folklore podcast where I read you to sleep or until the next story. I'm your host, Dustin. Today we are back in the book of South African Folktales by James A. Honey. The first two stories are essentially the same, just told slightly differently. Then two more stories on hyena being tricked by Jackal. And finally, why the heron has a bent neck. Okay, let's begin. The White Man and the Snake A white man, it is said, met a snake upon whom a large stone had fallen, and covered her so that she could not rise. The white man lifted the stone off the snake, but when he had done so, she wanted to bite him. The white man said, Stop, let us go first to some wise people. They went to Hyena, and the white man asked him, Is it right that snakes should want to bite me, when I helped her as she lay under a stone and could not rise? Hyena, who thought he would get a share of the white man's body, said, If you were bitten, what would it matter? Then Snake wanted to bite him, but the white man again said, Wait a little, let us go to other wise people, that I might hear whether this is right. They went and met Jackal. The white man said to Jackal, Is it right for Snake to want to bite me, when I lifted up the stone which lay upon her? Jackal replied, I do not believe that Snake could be covered by a stone so that she could not rise. Unless I saw it with my own two eyes, I would not believe it. Therefore, come, let us go and see the place where you say it happened, whether it can be true. They went and arrived at the place where it happened. Jackal said, Snake, lie down, and let thyself be covered. Snake did so, and the white man covered her with the stone. But although she exerted herself very much, she could not rise. Then the white man wanted again to release the snake. But Jackal interfered and said, Do not lift the stone. She wanted to bite you. Therefore she may rise herself. Then they both went away and left Snake under the stone. The End Okay, and story number two, another version of the same fable. A Dutchman was walking by himself when he saw a snake lying under a large stone. Snake implored his help, but when she had become free, she said, Now I shall eat you. The man answered, That is not right. Let us first go to Hare. When Hare had heard the affair, he said, It is right. No, said the man, let us ask Hyena. Hyena declared the same, saying, It is right. Now let us ask Jackal, said the man in despair. Jackal answered very slowly and considerately, doubting the whole affair, and demanding to see in the first place, and whether the man was able to lift the stone. Snake lay down, and the man, to prove the truth of his account, put the stone on her again. When she was fast, Jackal said, Now let her lie there. The End Okay, story number three, cloud-eating. Jackal and Hyena were together, it is said, when a white cloud rose. Jackal descended upon it and ate the cloud as if it were fat. When he wanted to come down, he said to Hyena, My sister, as I am going to divide with thee, catch me well. So she caught him and broke his fall. Then she also went up there and ate, high upon the top of the cloud. When she was satisfied, she said, My grayish brother, now catch me well. The grayish rogue said to his friend, My sister, 
I shall catch thee well. Come therefore down. He held up his hands, and she came down from the cloud. And when she was near, Jackal cried out, painfully jumping to one side, My sister, do not take it ill. Oh me, oh me, a thorn has pricked me and sticks in me. Thus she fell down from above and was sadly hurt. Since that day it is said that hyenas' hind feet have been shorter and smaller than the front ones. The End Okay, and story number four, Lion's Illness. Lion, it is said, was ill, and they all went to see him in his suffering. But Jackal did not go, because the traces of the people who went to see him did not turn back. Thereupon he was accused by Hyena, who said, Though I go to look, yet Jackal does not want to come and look at the man's sufferings. So Lion let Hyena go, in order that she might catch Jackal, and she did so, and brought him. Lion asked Jackal, Why did you not come here to see me? Jackal said, Oh, no. When I heard that my uncle was so very ill, I went to the witch doctor to consult him, whether and what medicine would be good for my uncle against the pain. The doctor told me, Go and tell your uncle to take hold of hyena and draw off her skin and put it on while it is still warm. Then he will recover. Hyena is the one who does not care for my uncle's sufferings. The lion followed his advice, got hold of Hyena, drew the skin over her ears, while she howled with all her might, and put it on. The End Okay, and finally, story number five. Jackal, Dove, and Heron Jackal, it is said, came once to Dove, who lived on the top of the rock, and said, Give me one of your little ones. Dove answered, I shall not do anything of the kind. Jackal said, Give it to me at once, otherwise I shall fly up to you. Then she threw one down to him. He came back another day and demanded another little one, and she gave it to him. After Jackal had gone, Heron came and asked, Dove, why do you cry? Dove answered him, Jackal has taken away my little ones. It is for this that I cry. He asked her, In what manner did he take them? She answered him, When he asked me, I refused him. But when he said, I shall at once fly up, therefore give me it, I threw one down to him. Heron said, Are you such a fool as to give your young ones to Jackal who cannot fly? Then, with the admonition to give no more, he went away. Jackal came again and said, Dove, give me a little one. Dove refused, and told him that Heron had told her that he could not fly up. Jackal said, I shall catch him. So when Heron came to the banks of the water, Jackal asked him, Brother Heron, when the wind comes from this side, how will you stand? He turned his neck towards him and said, I stand thus, bending my neck to one side. Jackal asked him again, When a storm comes, and when it rains, how do you stand? He said to him, I stand thus, indeed bending my neck down. Then Jackal beat him on his neck and broke his neck in the middle. 
and since that day, Heron's neck is bent. The End Well, the first two stories, uh, they sound a lot like the Korean story of of Old Man on the Mountain, the tiger that gets stuck in a trap and the human lets him out, and the tiger says, I'm going to eat you now, and then they have to go around to see, oh, well, who says this and who says that, and who thinks the man should be eaten, and who thinks the tiger should go back, and finally it's it's a wise toad that says, oh, yeah, tiger, go back in the pit to make sure we can see how the you would actually get out. And then in the cloud-eating one, <laughs> and Jackal, and he's just always a jerk. Hyena jumping down from the cloud, and oh, oh, ow, there's a thorn stuck in me. He jumps out of the way, little jerk. And also, you know, with the this fourth story, where Hyena is like, oh, I'll go get Jackal. And Jackal's like, well, the doctor said um, you should wear Hyena's coat while it's still warm. Like, man. And finally, uh, I like how... Dove was tricked a little bit, but then Heron was like, Jackals can't fly, what are you doing? And then, for revenge, Jackal didn't eat the Heron, instead he just bent his neck. And I always love those why stories, like, why is the Heron's neck bent? Oh, it's because he told on Jackal, and Jackal got mad and beat him in the neck, and his neck is bent. And the podcast shout-out is to The Enthusiasm, a podcast that's enthusiastic about linguistics. Co-hosted and co-created by Lauren Gaughan and Gretchen McCulloch, two linguists who became friends on the internet via their blogs, Superlingo and All Things Linguistic. You can learn all about why we say things, how linguists look at things, and, and terms for things we use every day, but never knew that there were words for them. Also, Gretchen has a very fun book called Because Internet, which shows the changes in language after the invention of the internet. And if you like their show as much as I do, go and give it a rating, a like, and a review. And the listener shout-out is to Portland, Oregon. You are 49% of my listeners from this state. Originally home to the Multnomah and Cascades people, Portland was incorporated into a city in 1834. In 1889, it was called the filthiest city in the United States by the Oregonian although I'm sure it's cleaned up a bit since then. And according to a 2000 census, there were over 10,000 artists living in the city. Now, that's somewhere I can see myself living. And so to my listeners in Portland, I say, thank you and good night.